On this beautiful day in December, I'd like to remind us of a very special joy, the joy of letting go, the joy of simplifying life. People often gain satisfaction by possessing many trendy things, but genuine spiritual seekers Find contentment in having less. In this month of letting go, I am reminding myself to live more simply. Recently, I have been thinking about Venerable Pop Jung, a Korean Zen monk who exemplified the Dharma of fewer possessions. And simple living. One day, he was gifted a gorgeous orchid with fragrant flowers. It was a delicate plant and required special care, with just the right amount of light and moisture. During the rainy season, Venerable Pop Jung found a perfect spot in his yard for the orchid to grow. Early one summer morning, Venerable Pop Jung traveled away from his mountain hermitage. Then, strong summer sunlight broke through the mountain mist. The sunlight made him worry about the orchid. Since the plant could be damaged by the strong sun, his worried mind made his every step heavier and heavier. Finally, he decided to go back to the hermitage. With great clarity, he realized that his suffering came from an attachment. He soon gave the plant away. Venerable Pop Jung later wrote, "I resolved to let go of at least one thing every day." The history of humanity seems to be like the history of possessions. We struggle and fight to have more. As for this desire to possess, there is no limitation, no weakens off. End quote. Once many of us start careers and families, we work hard to get cars, houses, and things to put in the house. Until one day we realize. We are not so young, and our lives have become cluttered with stuff. In our late fifties, we begin to think about downsizing. It seems that for the first half century of our lives, we work hard to accumulate things, and then we find we must work hard to release them. 
We all have a relationship with and attachment to every material item we own. We can think of these relationships like strings between ourselves and each thing we possess. When there are more strings, our energy become entangled, and our minds become cluttered. When we let go of our unneeded items, those strings are severed. With fewer strings to tug on our minds, there is more clarity in our mind space. Our home becomes a blissful nest for our souls. Someone once said, "The secret of happiness." Is not found in seeking more, but in developing the capacity to enjoy having less. Since the pandemic, one of our temple's creative and delightful practices has been decluttering meditation. Here is the prayer we say before we begin decluttering. With the support of my Dharma friends, how grateful I am for this opportunity to clear up my living space and mind space. During this decluttering meditation, may I observe my feelings, thoughts, and judgments that arise. May I release attachments to objects. May I release the belief that letting go is difficult. When I get distracted, may I breathe and refocus. One breath at a time, one corner at a time, one item at a time. I can clean it up. May we enjoy this gentle journey of letting go and creating spaciousness. Decluttering meditation is a good example of a practice in motion. Our house chores and hassles become great material for practice. Once we declutter, we can take time to appreciate those small, clutter-free areas with a smile and a bow. Some participants have shared their comments. The decluttering meditation practice has been transformative. Doing this with my Dharma buddies is joyful. It has given me the opportunity to mindfully clear out space, both physically and mentally. I can now embrace uncluttered space with simplicity and grace, resting in my true nature. This practice works because we set an intention together and have a team mindset, 
supporting each other even from a distance, just like we support each other when we meditate in a group. While decluttering drawers and closets, we can also save money. Sometimes we buy things, not realizing that those items are hidden in the back of a drawer or a closet. So, if we frequently clear out our belongings, we may find that we already have what we need. I try to keep in mind when I find things that I have not used in a year, I should not hesitate to put them in a giveaway box, recycling bin, or a trash can. In other words, when in doubt, pitch it out. But if you have a hard time letting go of things, feel free to bring your stuff to the temple. We can find new homes for almost anything. Whenever we have a visiting guest, we love to take them to Patty Daniel's home because she and her husband live simply in their small house. They do not have a drawer. They hang clothes outside. There is no AC. They use ceiling fans to cool off in the summer. In winter, they use firewood to heat their home. And yet, their house is filled with contentment and delight. There are not many items in their home. But Patty is one of the most generous contributors to our temple and to the community. Master Sutesan said that in today's world, material progress has come to dominate our lives. Our minds and spirits have become enslaved by materialism and technology. This is why. The founding motto of One Buddhism is, "Along with this great opening of material power, let there be a great opening of mind, heart, and spirit." In this age, as we pursue a more convenient life, our possessions and stuff can accumulate fast if we are reluctant. To let things go, emails in my inbox seem to accumulate much faster than I can clear them out. Same with the clothing. Same with the books. We are living in an age with so much information rushing towards us. Once this excess of information grabs our attention. It is hard to let go, and we become ensnared, chasing so much information and so many things can cause restlessness in our lives. Lao Tzu said, "Be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way things are." 
when you realize there is nothing lacking. The whole world belongs to you. My teacher, Venerable Sang Taewon-nim, followed a minimalist lifestyle. If someone brought offerings to her, she immediately circulated the gifts to others. At her funeral service, we all acknowledged her as the one who used the least amount of material resources on this planet. Master Cheng San said, "The empty mind is the master of myriad things. Hence, you will make good use of physical things." Only if you know how to uncover and apply your empty, free mind. Meditation invites us to see the empty nature of our thoughts. When we understand and use the emptiness of the mind well, we become the masters of our lives. I notice. That my mind can engage with a constant stream of thoughts from the moment of waking up until the very moment of going to bed. My thoughts only seem to rest during meditation. I don't need to think and figure things out when I quietly sit. Meditation is a special time to declutter thoughts. I am grateful to have this tool in my life journey. Letting go opens new space. We can visualize releasing our thoughts. Simply through breathing, breathing in, breathing out, letting go of emotional attachment and mental clutter. From this cleared view, renewed energy arises. Dear friends. As this year winds down, let us simply resolve to simplify.